Hey everyone, Dory here in your feed with a classic Abby Eats St. Louis episode. This one is a pre-pandemic gem that took us back to the classroom and into the school cafeteria. Take a listen as Abby and I snagged a spot at the cool kids table. Food is fuel. Food is the nutrition you need to grow, and hopefully, food is delicious. You got your grains, your protein, your fruits and veggies, but sometimes food isn't really even the focus of a meal, especially when it's hard to focus on anything at all, like in a school cafeteria. I don't have a lot of classes with um, my very good friends this year, and so I kind of use lunchtime as like, the makeup time for us talking and seeing each other in the day. So I enjoy that because I get to sit with them. And um, you don't have assigned seats at lunch. You can sit wherever you want. And I think it's fun because I can talk to them or they could be just like across the table or the table behind us and I guess they'll talk to them. There's drama, there's action, there's a lot of noise. Like my mom thinks like there's a bunch of fights and it's really loud and chaotic with a lot of parts, correct. But it's chaotic and no one can get control and it's just a time that it's not productive, which somewhat's true but somewhat not. Well, you can't go to lunch with your kids at school, but we can. What are you excited to get to eat today? Uh, fries. Fries, tacos. Probably everything so far. <laughs> Today on Abby Eats St. Louis, producer Dory and I are getting schooled on cafeteria lunches with the help of kids at Liberty Middle School in Edwardsville, Illinois. We find out what kids really think about middle school stereotypes, how changing guidelines have really reshaped their lunch menus, and their tips for making friends. Because middle schoolers, they're just like us. I like food. <laughs> <laughs> What's worse than walking into a busy lunch period as the new kids? Walking into a busy lunch period as the weirdo grown-ups with cameras and podcast equipment, it turns out. But luckily, Dory and I have more in common with the kids than we first thought. You're doing a show or something? So I'm with Channel 5 and I'm doing a podcast about the school lunch here. Oh! So this is all audio. That's what me and my friend are doing. What are you guys doing? We're kind of trying to do a news station. We can't hire anyone. What kind of news station are you trying to do? We're telling people about like food and what like And we were invited to sit with a group of Liberty 7th and 8th graders. Allison, Kelsey, Veda, Mia, Margaret, Kate, Eric, Jeremiah, Ash, Liv, and Ariana. Is it more popular to buy your lunch or bring your lunch? Uh, buy. Probably buy. is pretty long every day, so. Mm, is that why people like to bring their lunch? I just don't like school food. Really? See, you don't like school food, but somebody was saying that the school food is really good. Yeah, yeah I really yeah. like school food. I really like the kind of my preference. I really like the school food. Yeah. It also just depends on like the groups of people too. Like, like on my table, I notice there's more people that buy 
I mean that ring, and then the other like some other tables is more that vibe. So it kind of just depends. Yeah. Interesting. Are there certain days that like get everybody going crazy and say, "Oh my gosh, I have to buy my lunch today"? Yeah. 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 Bosco sticks. Bosco sticks. You guys still have Bosco sticks? Oh yes. And yeah. like the teriyaki chicken. Oh yeah. Everyone goes crazy. Yeah, for that. Teriyaki chicken. It's actually chicken. really good. Dory and I are gonna shout out a couple things that like we <laughs> ate for lunch <laughs> or we did at lunch, um, and you guys just say like yes or no if it's cool or people do it. <laughs> Um, peanut butter and jelly. Yes. 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 No. I don't like it. No. I eat that every day. <laughs> I don't like jelly. <laughs> I, yeah. like I didn't like peanut butter and jelly either. I also just have a hard time with peanut butter. Okay, how about cutting the crust off your sandwiches? Yes. Oh, I like that. Depends on what kind of bread. That's a good answer. I used to bring Lunchables a lot. Is that still a thing? Yeah. 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 I, don't I used to when I brought. Okay. What's the best kind of lunchable for you guys? Pizza. Uh, the crackers. Pizza. 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 I'm I'm team pizza lunchable. I literally ate one last week. Yeah, the pizza ones are good. Oh my gosh. Okay. Best crackers the best. Oh yeah. How about um, strawberry milk? Yes. No. Yeah. Not really. I don't think much anymore. Not really. I have chocolate. I have chocolate. I mean, we have it, but like barely anybody actually still drinks strawberry milk. It's just kind of there. It's chocolate milk's the best. I don't think a lot of people know. Man, that was like the coolest thing. Yes. You guys were like, ew. Just strawberry milk. I like it. It kind of tastes a little bit. I mean, you guys already answered the question about Bosco sticks. Those are popular still, right? Yeah. yeah. Is there anything weird that your parents make for you that you bring? So I had a daily thing that my mom would make for me that I loved called pickle roll-ups, which had a piece of meat, cream cheese, and a pickle that was rolled up. And that was like my go-to lunch. Is there anything weird? That Wait, before you guys answer, I'm going to pause just for the <laughs> podcast and make sure everybody can hear the grimaces on these kids' faces while yeah, Dory's explaining her lunch. That <laughs> <laughs> was a very weird picture. <laughs> I yeah. I like my dad makes it. It's salami and cream cheese rolls. Yeah, and it's it's, it's really good. I eat like something was what you called a uh, pickle roll. Pi yeah, okay. as I know my mom calls them uh, pickle sushi. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. That too. Yes. That, maybe. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, yeah. so when I was around your age, my best friend and I used to make ramen noodles mm -hmm. and eat those in a little thermos thing. They're so good. But I mean like the cheap ramen noodles from yeah. the store, right? Oh, yeah. You guys are cool with that. Yeah. You know that exists. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best. Top ramen. Top ramen. Yeah. It's good to see that my middle school uh, lunch choices have aged well. Except for strawberry milk, apparently. Apparently, except for strawberry milk. <laughs> Notes from your parents in your lunchbox. No. no. like no way we don't want those notes but like that's a pretty cool note that was pretty sweet it's sweet yeah like if you have a giant group of people and they notice you have a note from your parent that says I love you maybe not the coolest thing. maybe not cool it's but sweet right yeah, yeah. I, 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 like if my friend has one yeah that's 
It's really sweet. So mixed reviews on the house. Yeah. 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 Some things don't change. Lunch at school isn't always about what's in the cooler. It can be about what makes you look cooler than you might feel, especially in middle school. Sometimes drama can be if like mm -hmm. some, a lot of drama can happen during lunch, like not just between like your friend group, but everybody. Because you can feel, I feel a lot of like stuff going around and it's not all good. So like there you can just tell everybody like, tell everybody um, everything, like because you're in a big room together. Yeah, so when you have that many people talking, sometimes they're not always saying the nicest things. Yeah. Yeah, that's been true for a long time, I think. It's really hard to like tell, let's say you want to tell your best friend something, but you only want your best friend to know. It's really hard, especially if you're in a big friend group, because someone who maybe isn't the best secret keeper could overhear, mm. and then all of a sudden everyone knows. Mm. Or uh, things really noisy. So sometimes I can't even hear the person right next to me. Yeah. Because it's like everyone is saying something. Right. It's horrible. It's a little loud in there, we could notice. Yeah, things already. go around pretty quickly because everyone's in one big room and it can just, yeah. slightest little thing, people mishear something and it turns into this big thing and it wasn't even something that was important. Mm -hmm. The stress okay, gonna... is real. But part of the reason we went to Liberty is because we knew we'd make friends there. These kids make it easy. Usually when I think of like movies or TV shows of new kids, usually like they'll be like walking down the hallway and of course like every movie stereotype, every kid turns around, they're like <gasps> Right. And then rumors immediately start, which isn't true at all, of course. And yeah, I don't think movie stereotypes about like new kids are actually really true because there's been a lot of new kids at our school and I, at least I don't know but I really hope people don't immediately just like start going like about it. Their student leaders have shirts that say I'll be your friend. It's part of their program to help new students find their way around to different classes and get to know the school and pick out a welcoming place to sit in the crowded lunchroom. Um, it's really nice to have people who are like there to you know help you or just be nice to you because you know it's not really it feels really bad if everyone at school just like thinks you're weird or something. Like the classes I don't have any friends with they go by really slow and they're not that fun and if you have like a bunch of friends in your classes like us it'll make school like more likable. I was the new kid um, I've moved many times like at least maybe like four times. Oh wow. And I know how it feels, so it's a lot help, easier to help people because I know how it feels and I know how to help them. Yeah, so you kind of use your experiences to talk to other people? Mm -hmm. What is, when you say it's hard, I mean, for sometimes people who listen to podcasts haven't been in school in a really long time. So what's the hardest thing about that? Um, I think the hardest thing is everyone's already made their friends, so they all have their own connections. And to get into that connection later on in life, you just it feels like you can't get the connection as strong as other people have. They've been friends their entire lives. Lunchtime. How do you figure out all those times you've moved? How have you figured out where to sit at lunch? Um, I just sit with, I just try to go around sitting with other people, make, trying to make new friends, and whoever sticks, I stay with, and I make new friends, and I get to talk to them and become friends. You seem pretty dope, so you've gotten this whole making friends thing down. Tell me about your experience. It was nerve-wracking, and I know I was worried about making friends. It's because I didn't want to sit and be viewed as the lonely kid. Ah. Yeah. So you were afraid of people like seeing you and saying, oh, he already doesn't have any friends. Yeah. Uh, I just started sitting with people, trying to make friends. Yeah. yeah. We had a 
put yourself out there. You guys are good at putting yourselves out there a lot more, I think, than people who are older are able to do. Can I just like acknowledge someone? Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, like middle school kids are like super dirty. Okay, they just like leave their trash everywhere. Like, have you seen like half the tables before the janitor yeah. gets in? The kids just kind of just, like throw the stuff down. Oh, so, like, really? I just want to say yeah. thank you so much. If you guys have a good janitor, yeah, Mr. Manly is great. Mr. Manly here, yeah, you are the best. So okay, man. we all like really yeah. like you. Like, <laughs> he, awesome. so naturally, Dory had to go find yes, Mr. Manly. Uh, you wouldn't believe the amount of kindness that goes on around here. Uh, it's just amazing sometimes. Uh, I get overwhelmed myself uh, getting the feedback of love that I get. So Well, they had a lot of great things to say about you. Uh, I appreciate them. A lot of them come through and they said, thank you. Thanks for everything you do. This is Annie Jones. She's responsible for the plethora of options the kids had the day we visited. Salad, pizza, chicken sandwiches, walking tacos, you know, the delicacy that is essentially a bag of chips with taco meat and toppings tossed inside. She's a lunch lady, but not the kind you see in movies or might remember haunting your school cafeteria. She's legendary to a lot of these kids who gush over her chicken teriyaki and her kind smile. I pour out my heart into what I do for the kids and for the staff. I want to make sure everybody enjoys their meals because um, it puts a smile on my face when they smile when they're happy with what they're eating. So I know a lot of times too, we're you know in the news they'll be talking about the different changes and health requirements and what kids need to get certain portions of this and that. How much does that weigh into your job? Figuring out how. To oh, it weighs tremendously. Now that's the part I hate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much like is it like measuring some of the things? Stuff? No, the measuring part is not a problem. Some of the things that the kids like, and I like to see the kids eat, mm-hmm. not just take it to the trash can. Yeah, I like to see them eat the food, and some of the things that they really like, they have taken off the list. because uh, it's not. And some of the option. things that they have added, kids don't want. Hmm. Can you give me any examples? Okay, we have, um, and we have some new things now, so I don't really know how we're going to take. Like tomorrow we have um, lasagna roll-ups. Don't know how well that's going to go over. Yeah, what is that? Like, I guess just like a roll of lasagna? I guess it's a roll of lasagna. Yeah. (laughs) I just took a box out of the freezer so I could see what it looks like. Interesting. Yes, very interesting. Uh, Now, they have the uh, calzones. They had cal... You guys have calzones? Mm -hmm. That sounds good. They don't like them. They didn't like them? No. Hmm. So what can you do then? They took away the hot fry... I mean, the hot wings. Oh... And that's just, you know, kind of regulations saying, hey, this is no longer a quote-unquote healthy option? Is that what it is? Well, I think one reason they took them away was because, I guess, because they had bones in them. Chicken wings. Uh, We had the chicken wings with the bones in it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we're serving teenagers. Right. They should know how to eat. I don't know. Hmm, yeah, I can see how that gets. And I don't want to get you and, you know, talking on anything too dicey. Exactly, exactly. But all that being said, it sounds like 
from what I'm hearing from the kids, it's not a word in the middle school hallways, if you will, is that <laughs> it's not as bad as a lot of people think it is. There's this okay. idea that school food is just gone completely downhill because there's just too many regulations on it. I mean, it seems like you try to work your way around that kind of stuff. Is Yeah, we do. <laughs> but it's not quite as bad as some people may think it is. One thing about, and I know we're not supposed to do the salt thing, Mm. but we can or should use seasonings because seasonings is not the same as salt. Yeah. It adds a little flavor to the food. So the kids like the flavor. Like the vegetables, I'm just going to say for instance, they don't want the green beans just dumped out of the can, warmed up, and served. Mm -hmm. you got to put some black pepper or some onion, some kind of seasoning in the green beans so they'll taste good. Yeah. And when you do that, they'll eat it. And then that's better than not eating green beans. Yes, we don't have to watch them take it to the trash can. <laughs> Does that break your heart sometimes? Yes, yes. Yeah. So if you could talk to somebody about who, who's making some of these rules and making some of these calls, what are some of the things that you might suggest? I would probably suggest that they bring back some of the things that they took away, like mm-hmm. the hot wings. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, I want some hot wings. <laughs> yeah. And um, and one thing, we had mashed potatoes every day. We have them once in a while. We had them yesterday. Yeah. Chicken nuggets, mashed potatoes, and gravy, and corn. Well, we had them at one time. We had them every day. Yeah. The kids would eat them every day. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like they will eat a french fry every day. They would eat mashed potatoes every day. Yeah. It seems like the real answer would be somebody needs to come and sit and have lunch at a cafeteria. Yes, that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. We've seen the documentaries and viral Facebook posts. We know some food companies and schools conspire to bend the rules. And we know how food can wind up looking like a flavorless pile of mush when the rules are followed. But before you start lamenting the changes, remember this. Food habits have changed here in the U.S. too. The way food is mass produced has really changed. Childhood obesity rates are at an all-time high and we're all bombarded with more sugar than ever before. School lunches are far from perfect, yes, but this is the place where kids eat about one-third of their daily meals, sometimes their only daily meals. So would you really say school systems have a choice about making things healthier? We've heard some schools that get gourmet catered food, they eat produce fresh from their class gardens, they even have school chefs. A lot of places are getting really creative. That does tend to be the more affluent or smaller schools, by the way. But when we're talking about feeding the masses at your typical public school, it's especially true that guidelines have shifted and they will probably continue to do so. But at any given time, we can just hope the people prepping the food will do their best with the parameters they're given. And at the very least, these kids don't seem to be the ones complaining food, about the cooks kind of or their food. Like you're saying. Yeah. Our oh, ladies are so nice. They're yeah, awesome. you like yours? Yeah. They're not They're so sweet. They're really nice. Yeah. Because they just want, like, what they want to give us food that's good, and they want, like, they want the best for us 
I feel like they care more than like the other ones are just like, I'm getting paid for this. I guess I'll just throw some Mush. crusty mac and cheese. And <laughs> yeah, and our school actually donates all the remaining food that the lunch ladies make, and they donate it to food banks and places that need them. And I think the lunch ladies feel really good about it. Yeah, they make it like a priority to make sure that we have all the food groups and that we're trying to be healthy. At our school, it's actually really healthy. There's lots of good like alternative things that you can get, like apples and milk. And our chips, are they have less fat and salt in them, so they're really good. Do you guys actually feel like you're eating healthy when you're at school? Yeah. Yeah. How many of you guys really care about that? Yeah, we've got, so right now, hands doing that thing where it's like, eh, maybe, maybe not. I mean, like, how, is that told to you guys that you need to be watching what you eat, that it's healthy, eating healthy options? Do they make a big deal about that? Or do you just kind of feel like because you're eating it at school, it's got to be healthy? They, like, if you don't have a certain amount of stuff, like if you don't have milk or fruit or something, they, like, make you go back and go get it. it sounds like you guys are pretty happy. Or are you just getting free lunch for saying this? I know. <laughs> I think that we're pretty lucky because I know, like, in elementary schools, it is no, like, we don't have enough options. And oh, it's it's so short. It's, so, it it's shorter, and there's like nowhere near as good as food here. And I think we're very lucky to have as many options as we do. So a lot of you guys are getting ready to go to high school. What do you think high school lunch is going to be like? So you're not all with like your same grade, and like I'm kind of nervous for that. Like if you don't have like any of your close friends, and I f I feel like it might be more like chaotic because there's more like people gonna be in there and it's gonna be older people classmen and like that's just like kind of scares me and it's also way bigger than middle school so I'm just kind of I'm nervous but excited because those, they have coffee so yeah <laughs> well cool I guess what do we do with you now just send you home yeah <laughs> That episode first aired in September 2019. All of those kids are now in high school. I wonder if any of them are still getting notes in their lunchbox. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Abby Eats St. Louis is a Five Under Side production. I'm producer Dory Almost. We are cooking up some exciting plans for future food content on Five Under Side's digital platforms. I'll keep you updated on that right here over the coming weeks. See you next time.